Welcome to Underqualified Thoughts, where two brothers-in-law have conversations stemming from their daily life. Expect nothing, everything, and anything. Welcome to another episode of Underqualified Thoughts. This is episode four. Your host, Caleb Youngblood, joined by Andy Sullivan. Andy, how are you doing today? I'm also their host, Andy Sullivan. Oh, that's what I said. You're, you're, you're one of the hosts. Hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm doing great. I actually just came off listening to the last episode on the way up here. On the way up here, because we're not at the place we've been recording, we're in Caleb's, or what are we calling this, a front room? Yeah, front room, Sitting patio, room. patio, they call it. The pa- green I've never room. seen a patio with carpet. I know. I, I don't get it, but they call it the patio. Who's I, they? Like the entire family. Really? Yeah, like they all call it the the patio. I bet Momo Russell calls it the patio because it used to be a patio. That's why, and they moved it and they they put a brick wall on roof. Now it could be more of a green room with no sun that gets into it. So not <laughs> so, a green room. Not a great green room. Yeah, but it is a green room. I thought you were calling it a green room because the carpet on the floor is no, green. No, like literal plants and whatnot. So so you said that you just listened to the last episode, which was episode three. We have lots to discuss about this, <laughs> dude. That was chaos. There are so many things. So let's just talk about how episode three got made, the behind the scenes. I believe you said when you listened back to it, it sounded like we lost energy and kind of were dying off towards the end, which I do recall that being the case when we were recording it because, you know, we did have like a long list of would you, not would you rather, like um, first date questions like this or that or, you know, what's your favorite this or what's your dream that? You know, if you listen to it already, all those questions you just use to get to know a person better with. And yeah, it kind of went too long. And so you got, you got your, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of a little name to call you, but you got your, like your editing shoes on and you were giddy <laughs> with it. Yeah, I, I definitely cut and paste and did a bunch of stuff to it because in, originally it was 40 minutes long and the viewers, the viewers, like I, I love to think that they want to listen for, th- but now. 25 minutes to 30 minutes. I cut it down to that, and then I added some surprises in there for myself. But <laughs> but it definitely was... There, there's a lot of good and a lot of bad there. I, I just have to say. A lot of good, a lot of bad. So let's... uh, All just the first thing, which isn't the first thing that you want to address. But what I noticed what was interesting was not only did you cut it once, you cut it in a few places. I think you like cut a chunk out several, in the middle. Several chunks. And then you just cut out the end. Or was there more than that? I, I think there was like three cuts. Um, just stuff where we, we trailed off in the question. It was some seamless lost question that didn't add value to the viewer, listeners. And But what was funny, which we didn't, obviously we didn't plan to do this cutting. No, we no, just we planned to, to like we just did it. Um, and then decided afterwards to cut it. At one point in the end, I referenced an answer you made earlier, which was like, which was an answer to a question that was cut. That's a mistake. I thought that was funny. Like, I, you could, you would miss it, likely, unless you're like paying attention really closely. Mm-hmm. I was like, right, as you said earlier, like I tied back an answer to the, what you. I think it was weather. It was weather. Something we were talking about, weather. about the weather. Uh, you were talking about how you'd rather it be always hot or always cold. Yeah. Um, and I said, right, like you said earlier about winter, which the question we cut was. I think it was our favorite season or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, <clears throat> Kate yeah. thinks you're a, a psychopath, cuts. by the way, by uh, 
being willing to live in an always cold environment. I would. I, I we were we were recently watching the Star Wars movies, and I forget it. I think it was the fifth Star Wars movie where it's just a Iceland start, and it's just like I don't know. That just looks so nice. Really, I'd be willing to live there. I mean, well, it's because I, I think we, it just has to stay the same temperature. I'm tired of it up and down. Same temperature. Yeah, I mean, your blood will adjust, your body will adjust, um, and well, to to reference the question that we cut out, the reason you say it's beautiful is because we both think winter is pointless except for the snow. Yeah, we think the snow is the only thing that adds value in the winter because, like, what are you gonna do? Can't can't really go inside that much. There's no agriculture. There's no 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 life. Trees are dead, but. There's snow, which is beautiful and peaceful when you're watching it fall. Yeah. The other thing I noticed was at the end, your outro. Are you are you trying to host a game show? Like you, so, you did not sound like yourself whatsoever. I realized after the <laughs> after the fact, I went. I, I think I went too aggressive with the radio voice. It was hard. It was um, a hard. It was, radio a, it was voice. a big jump. I even got a text message back from Kendall. She was like, "Oh yeah, we got to talk about like, that." Was that your real phone number? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bl- I was blown away by the fact that you were. I mean, I'm not super surprised by it because this is a really small podcast that like five people yeah. listen to at the most. But some, <laughs> it's just I was like, "What is he doing?" Wait, maybe this is why I'm getting random texts. <laughs> That's absolutely That's why so you're funny. getting random I'm, texts. So, guys, just context. I'm getting some like random texts from people like. Hey, my name is uh, Jane. How are you today? Like, legitimately, I, I texted Andy about it earlier. Um, and we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. But I just yeah. had to bring that up now. No, yeah. Kendall said, she, she texted me, was like, was that you? And I was like, yeah, why? And she was like, big radio voice there or something. Exactly. And I was like, hmm. Um, well, the other I, thing, oh, go ahead. Maybe, maybe I need to make the, the intro match the outro now. No, no, don't you give me those raised eyebrows like, I'm going to get this radio voice going. No, it, I mean, sure, maybe it's fine. It just feels weird because it it's like we, it. we've listened to you, your voice for 20 minutes straight and then all of a sudden, no, we're listening to your voice. It's like just... Yeah, it's, it's a big change probably. It's a bit of a stretch. I was just sitting there in the afternoon making my edits and bam, I was like, got to make an outro. Yes, and speaking of your edits, I have like three other points in my head that I need to address from that episode. But this this one, uh, your edits, what what happened in the middle? First off, did not agree, did not sign this free ad read that we were going to do. <laughs> Second, where did you get that voice? Third, I couldn't even hear what that voice was saying the first time. Like I had to go back and replay it yeah, and realize. Okay. So big conversation. As an artist... Okay. Is that what you're calling Musicians of the world, I don't care who you are. If you're focused on one thing for too long, it becomes who you are. So I was, it was like five o'clock at night. I was, I was editing it, trying to get it out by six o'clock. Five in the afternoon, but okay. Yeah. I, nighttime. Yeah. I know. Cause you go to bed so early and wake up so early. And, and so I, okay. So to answer your first question, I got the voice from the great online um, it was like an AI voice. It actually, so so then what you do is you type in the script and then the thing reads off the thing. It was a pretty intense voice. Yeah, I, I went for that. But <laughs> see, here's the mistake. When when it's like the silver dress versus like the blue dress or purple dress or whatever, like what do you hear or what do you see? I was reading the script so much that that voice read while it 
like spoke because I was trying to get the sound right. And I realized after that sound was like matched perfectly in my mind with the words used. Like, because you I heard it only, so much, you I could, could only hear yeah. the sound. Just like, okay, so if you go online, YouTube, there's a um, really awesome uh, YouTube video about sound. It's made by Mark Rober. He found it, he has a piano. Mark that, Rober's the man. That, yeah, he makes, uh, he made a piano that is like tied to a um, Arduino board that basically spits out English, like, like sentences and things. You can make it say stuff. And it's a piano just playing um, like keys. The, yeah, it's the, like the hard why, to it's hard to understand it, but like obviously when he puts subtitles on the video, it's like you can totally it's understand like, it. I, you know, once you're reading the subtitles, you're like, oh, obviously that's what it's saying. That's exactly right. So, so that's what ran into me. So, I, I the only reason I stopped, I was like, I sent it to Pam and was like, haha, this is so funny, and she sent back laughing faces and was like, that's hilarious. And then I heard back from Kendall and she was like, that's so funny, and then I showed it to McKamey, and. McKamey just kind of like, she laughed, it was, it was funny. Um, then later, I was listening back to it, and I was like, I was like, oh no. What in the world is that dude saying? <laughs> I had literally no clue. Which, to to give you the benefit of the doubt, Caitlin heard it. Caitlin and I were listening together. Oh, she did? And she said, she said, it said something about Pam's coffee. That's so, it? That's it? I don't think she got every word, but I heard nothing okay so and it just, maybe maybe because i was just so thrown so like because you hyped up you were like at the nine minute mark this crazy thing's gonna happen <laughs> it's the best thing i've ever done and the worst thing i've ever done so i think once it started uh, my brain was already thrown for a loop because to be fair and maybe i just wasn't listening closely at that moment you you cut it pretty well in that you can tell that i was well i mean like looking back because you said yeah, it was your yeah. editing voice, but you were talking and you went, speaking of which, which, so I'll give you that. The transition was so good, but then it was almost immediately before you even realized a transition happened, the second transition happened of that <laughs> voice coming in. And I was like, you know, you're already thrown by the first transition. You're, you're, you're you know, you're processing that. And then all of a sudden another one hits you immediately and you're like, ah, ah what's going on? <laughs> and so I heard nothing of what he said. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think what the sentence was was bold and smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, something about Pam Harrison, co- Pam, Pam Harrison's coffee. Oh, this is these, these, are the are, words. these are the words used best to describe Pam Harrison's coffee. Go get your bag today by contacting one of these podcasters. Now let's get back to the podcast. And you said you won't regret it. You won't regret it. Yeah. Which, like, another reason I don't endorse this ad read is because I don't like coffee. Nothing against Pam's coffee. Everyone who's drank it or drinks it says it's amazing, <laughs> but I would not describe any coffee hey, as bold maybe, or smooth. Maybe we'll cut to commercial now. 64% of American adults drink coffee each day. 3.1 cups on average. More than half of all coffee drinkers would rather skip a shower in the morning than skip their coffee. Discover the addiction today by calling 903-245-5505. I love Pam's coffee. Everyone who drinks it says it's amazing. I love things that are meta. Like I find it really entertaining. And so I would absolutely love to create the meta of a Pam's coffee. Like I couldn't allow myself to not like Pam's coffee. (laughs) 
Stop. No, we're not doing this again. And if we are, we're cutting to something that I endorse and I like. Good news is, guys, you probably already did you just commercial pause? by now. Did you just pause so that you could fit it in there? <laughs> you paused so you could edit Let's it go. in. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I just need to constantly make noise now so you can never cut anywhere. So funny. Oh, I'll find a way. Um, yeah, anyway, that was that was unfortunate that it, it fell flat, but it was also hilarious because it was just chaos. It was, it was just great. Chaos. Yeah. And um, the music, I love the music. I love that you're getting your like editing kick in too, so this isn't just like you recording and then yeah, no. moving on. Hopefully we don't have to edit too much because it does take some time, but I'm hoping that we can conclude podcasts around minute 25 or so, maybe minute 30. Yeah, probably not. We'll see. Um... So there we go. We already cut out that question. I'm trying to work out the filler words and not use um or other filler words as much. Big. That was something we talked about in the last episode that got axed. <clears throat> the thing I did notice, remember in the second episode, I think, when you were talking about how we're using two microphones now, and you said you'd rather hear us breathing into the microphone yeah. than like not hear. So many times I heard myself breathing into the microphone. And I was like, it, Caleb. Just don't do that. I mean... Well, you can breathe off to the side. Well, I'm just going to be like a... Yeah, like, so you exactly. Can, come on. No, that like was something that I noticed, and I just shook my head at the fact that you'd said you'd rather that than anything else, and I was like, it sounds terrible. <laughs> but... Oh, well. All right. Well, so... so Last one? Last question? No, last thing. An addendum. Um, I blew it. Obviously, there are a lot of things where we look back and I wish I would have said it more concisely or more eloquently to drive my point home. But when we were talking about numbers and I said the at least 30, I said a friend of mine from high school and I couldn't have been more wrong. It was a friend from college, freshman year of college. Shout out Ryan Harvey. I'll probably never hear this. I haven't talked to him since college, but he is the one who got me stuck on the fact of saying at least 30 for pretty much any time. We're looking for a measurement of either time or distance or height or whatever. Yeah. All right, so we were going to transition now, right, into... I mean, you got to check to see if I'm done talking about the... All right, we got that covered, that topic covered. Uh, uh, look at you, you're doing a great job. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a few things that will pop into my head afterwards, but those are the main... It, it's clearly like we're growing and figuring it out. Yeah, and I just love the... I love things that are meta. Like, I find it really entertaining. And so I would absolutely love to create the meta of us talking about a podcast while making a podcast, which yeah. is why... You'll see at the beginning of each recording session, we're talking about the podcast that we have listened to up until this uh, until point. we just reach reach some height of destiny in this thing. Not some height of destiny. If we there's no need. If this actually becomes a thing where we're trying to make it professional and churn it out, then we probably won't be able to do that as much because we won't be going back and listening to it. You know, once you get to a point, yeah. If we ever get to a point that it's like we have a team who's editing it, which. That's so far down the pipe. It's not even. A, I was going to say pipe dream, but it's not even a dream. It's just. It's just. Here we are talking yeah. about things. Um. All right. So we were going to talk a little bit about something that has more tangible, maybe relevance for the listeners. And do you remind me what we were going to talk about again? I just want to make sure. Is this you being on like? Page. Is this you being a smooth leader of the episode, or do you actually not remember? So part of me remembers, but I just don't, I don't want to say what we have in store just in case I mess up. Like, I, I think I know what it is, but we, we, so Andy and I talked about topics last night and I don't want to make a mistake by introducing all the wonderful topics we're about to go into later whenever I talk about whatever we're going to talk about. I think this one 
to give a little another pull behind the curtain we're going to try and record two episodes today that's right the first one was this we were going to vamp discuss the podcast episodes that we've listened to and recorded and then we were going to talk about it was going to turn into basically you interviewing me and asking me about my career change i don't think we're going to do career as a whole and then the next episode will whatever talk about something random for the first few minutes and then dive into that's right where you just, finally we'll sure get your episode to talk about linkedin let's go okay so let's talk into the first thing um which is what career change are you making right now? What's going on in your life in terms of your career, Andy? We're talking. We're talking thirty thousand foot level. Thirty thousand. All right. So. And then in the last ten minutes, we're going to absolutely dive bomb. Last ten minutes, we're already at like minute sixteen or seventeen or something, right? Yeah. So you have four minutes at thirty thousand. <laughs> I got to ascend fast. The ears are going to be popping. <laughs> the seat backs got to be up in the upright position. Uh, the. Career change that I'm in right now is that I'm without a job. Big win. But, well, it sounds like a loss, but it's a big win. Uh, And the 30,000-foot level is I got on a college with a marketing degree, had a marketing internship for nine months, left that because I had an opportunity to go train to be a financial advisor, which was something at the time I was super gassed about. Like the way it was explained to me by the connections that I had, it sounded incredible. And so I got in and interviewed, got the job with like a, in a training program with like 16 other or 15 other people and pretty quickly realized that I was good at it, but I didn't like it. And so then I just had them put me in an operations role just so I could, you know, have a job. Cause around that time, I think if I hadn't met Caitlin, I would have completely jumped ship and like remember where I wanted to live from the last episode. Like I would have finally had my wanderlust journey of go to the West coast or the Western half of the U S but because I liked Caitlin and we were, I think at that point we were, I don't know if we were engaged yet, but it was around that time. Uh, so I was like, well, I need a job. Uh, I can't get, I can't get Ben to say yes to marry her if I don't have a job or if I'm leaving to the other side of the country. So I just was like, hey, throw me in the operations department. You know, I'll figure it out there. Very traditional corporate job. Was on the route up to management. And then COVID happens and the job goes fully remote. And I hated that. Like super extroverted. Like I'm super extroverted. Always want to be around people. And that's why I enjoyed the role that I was doing there is because it was a bunch of people my age at like a wealth advice center where they're basically training you to go eventually go into a branch, a local branch, you know, for UBS. That's the company I work for. And so COVID hits and we're all remote and I'm having a miserable time uh, as far as work goes, just working remote, having the super janky set up in our small apartment while Caitlin's also at the same dining room table working from a janky setup, uh, trying to do her job remotely. And basically an opportunity came up for me to go to a local branch and be a client service associate for them, which basically just means working in operations for them. And so I jumped at that and I can't say it was for any reason. Like there were reasons to do it. There were reasons to not do it. But like the number one reason I took it was because it was a small team who was meeting in person. Um, 
or the branch was allowing them to meet in person. So I didn't have to be remote anymore. Took that job. You know, basically the policy was whenever someone got COVID, we all went out of the office for two weeks and then we all came back in. So we did that on and off for, you know, a year and a half or whatever. But very quickly into there, I realized I was thankful for having a job that was in person. But it, like I met, like you know, there's no. I don't think there's such thing as a wrong choice. But like I knew quickly that role wasn't a fit for me, and there wasn't. As time went on, there wasn't really a path for me to stay at that company, stay with that team, and do something drastically different. Which I want to do something drastically different. So, in December of 2021 so like about a year ago they wanted to do a five-year plan with us and i came back to them in january and was like hey y'all want me to be fully transparent my five-year plan is to not be here and so that ended up we came to the decision that the best thing was for me to stay on through what was our business year end which was june of 2022 or July of 2022. Actually, it was June. For, because whatever client we we handled, like their year end was the middle of the year for whatever reason. And so then I had a few job leads, but nothing had come to fruition yet. But it, it was July and it was time for me to go. So now I'm in this season of looking for a role, trying to get into product management, mainly because I'm seeking a role that has a higher level of creativity and a higher level of collaboration between departments in the company how did you decide in your mind that project management was product product pro my mistake duct product people product you use your um, editing skills you can cut out the whole yeah. part that you made them with. um how did how did you come about making that decision that product management was the route you wanted to take that's a great question that i don't have the answer to i can't I was supposed to see, we talked about this last night and I was supposed to do thinking about this and like, remember my story, but like life happens and gets in the way. So I didn't think much about it. And maybe another question would be like, what are are there people that you know that have already been involved in those type of roles um, that you've seen and been like, wow, that's, that's something I could get involved in. Or maybe someone that you've just been thinking about in general that you haven't really connected with yet. I remember it was because no, that you asked, it was a specific person. There's this girl, Alyssa Fain. Oh, wait, we're not supposed to say first and last names because if we become a big deal. Uh, so you'll cut that out. This girl, Alyssa. Caitlin and I met her. She came to our young adults group at church. And we met her one time. And I haven't seen her again since because we met her right before we left for Roanoke for 10 months and then came back to Charlotte. And by the time we came back to Charlotte, she had moved. We're doing the small talk where it's like, you know, tell me what you do, where are you from, and, da, 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 and all that stuff. And she tells me her job is a brand manager, which is turns out it's the same thing as a product manager, just companies call mm-hmm. it different things. And she gives me the the 30,000 foot, explains her job. And I remember going home and telling Kayla, and I was like, oh my goodness, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Or at least that's what I want to try next. Like everything she said about the job, from the creativity, from the collaboration, from the getting to have your hands in, like basically getting to wear multiple hats, having your hands in a bunch of different projects at the same time. Everything she described about it was amazing. So come, like that happened in summer of like 2021. Once I told my company I didn't want to 
work with them long term. And we were coming up with plans there. I reached back out to her and was like, I got, you know, I asked a friend of a friend to get her contact. And we just had a phone call where I just asked her a ton of questions about her job. And it was, it was as good as it had sounded the first time when I got to ask her more Hmm. questions and hear more about, at least from her perspective, you know, she had had a, up until that point, she was three years into her career as, you know, going through the ranks of associate product manager to product manager to wherever she's moving on to now. So how how are you taking steps to enter that field as it's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty big jump, right? From like what you were doing to what you want to do. So it was a pretty big jump if, so I started doing it in the, when I was looking for jobs, I was looking in the consumer products good industry, CPG for short. Uh, and that's like everything, like, you know, the companies that make toothpaste and toothbrushes and water bottles and basically like, like sports equipment, basically any, think of any product that we see in our day-to-day life. Like that's what consumer product goods are. And that's a pretty big jump. Yes, I studied marketing and a lot of marketing can funnel into that. Uh, but it's a completely different industry. And I don't have, I've never had the title of product manager before. Do I have some of the skills? Yes. Have I done similar roles, tasks, and you know projects before that give me experience that? Yes. But I'd have to go into an interview and basically use my marketing degree and say, this is this whole package I can make, which all of these things are true. I'm just putting it in this really, you know, I'm, I'm not stretching it, but I'm, I'm working hard to make you see that I can add value here. And you're going to have to train me a lot. But what I came to learn was when I talked to one of my friends, Andrew, I told him that that's what I was looking to do. And he said, have you ever considered doing it for a financial institution or a bank? Mm-hmm. And he yeah. works for Bank of America. I work for, I had, or at the time was working for UBS and the majority of my career. Like I've worked for UBS for four years, which is a financial services company. So when I learned that you could be a product manager, um, either for a financial product or a digital product at a financial firm, that's when I knew that was my best shot. And I needed to start going down that path of learning what it would look like to be a product manager or an associate product manager at a big bank. So what advice would you give people looking to make semi-large transitions from a role that they don't enjoy? I don't know. I don't have... I was, that's actually one of the questions I thought about. I don't think I have any, especially since I'm in the middle of it, like I don't have any golden wisdom or nuggets yet because I'm in a very unique situation, like downstream of a river of blessing that Caitlin has a full-time job Yeah, and we've saved up enough money. I made enough money at my last job and we were frugal enough with it that mm-hmm. we have savings that I'm able to have the flexibility to go and make a, a hard stop and pivot rather than, you know, doing the typical searching for a job for a long time while you have a job. Yeah. And I think there's wisdom in and of that by itself, just recognizing that our, our time and our current job might be limited, not that they're letting you go or firing you, but just you saw opportunities immediately outside and you have all this time now. You don't have to be working. Um, you can be spending time with the child. The child. The child, Lily. Due date, 10 out. days away. 10 days away. And, um, oh, that's interesting. I think the second, C5, yeah, the fifth episode will be posted hopefully and the baby will be born. Crazy. It's pretty crazy. Which who knows, you know, we're, we're at the point where it's like any day now for the next yeah, that's true. three to four weeks. 
Um, the well, other advice that uh, I did think of was, or it's not really advice, it's just kind of talking through the story more. I think you remember this. We have both not liked our jobs for a long time. Yeah. But you were, I can't say always, but for a longer period of time, you were more content than I was. I was? Uh, yes, or at least that's how you were talking. I guess, I uh, guess I'm more neutral. You were more neutral. And so what I was really struggling with when, you know, when I switched jobs in to the last job that I had in June of 2020, I knew by like July or August of 2020 that this wasn't it. But I'm a long sufferer. Caitlin and I have talked about that a lot. Like, she, one of the reasons that I'm in this transition stage now without a job is because Caitlin, for a long time, has been like, couldn't see that, like, I don't enjoy this job. It's mentally and emotionally taxing on me that I don't like this job and I'm going to having to do it every single day. Like, why don't you quit? Why don't you quit? And she's not, you know, obviously that's, you know, we had much longer conversations and she wasn't just saying, why don't you quit? Why don't you quit? Why don't you quit? But she was, encouraging me to consider that along the way of that being like a valid option yeah. rather than just suffering and because for suffering's sake. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. And what was tough was I was really trying to figure out like what contentment means. And I still don't know what it means in every season or even really what it means now. But I thought that I just had to be con- like, you know, just be content. Like, you're making money. You're making more money than a lot of people make in the world. And you get to live this life because of it. And you get to live like and enjoy all these things like travel places, like eat good food, like all this stuff, like all of your basic needs are taken care of because you have this job. And I just wasn't, I still wasn't happy. And that was really hard. I think that was really hard and really taxing for me was the fact that I did like, I couldn't allow myself to not like a job because of all these positive things that came with it. Hmm. And I felt like you did a better job, at least in the beginning of being content and like seeing oh, those good idea, things yeah. and yeah. like knowing that they are good things and knowing that at the end of the day, like it's just a job. all of your needs are taken care of and it's My just a job. Care of, yeah. And so I tried, I, I really did try and take the Caleb Young blood approach of this is just a job. I'll find my enjoyment outside of my job. I'll use this, the money in this job to fuel my hobbies and like, Outside of those 48 hours of the week, my life will be great. I'll just have to deal with the 40 hours of the week. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I think there's a lot there. But then, yeah, if if there's a breaking point where you're feeling like you're just drained every day because of that job and you have opportunity where and ran resources where you don't have to and you can start looking for something else while saying no to that job. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a that's definitely an option. I, um, I think this might be a good section now to hold off. You have one more thought. Maybe. Maybe more. You know me. I got a lot of thoughts. We can make an hour-long podcast, but we're not going to do it. I see you looking concerned right now, and you're, you're trying to make a hard cut, but you just you just hold on. I'm trying to make a soft cut. Soft cut? Oh, no. Big hard cut guy. Um, definitely, so if we can actually, you know, for more than two seconds, talk about our children that are coming into the world soon. Uh, definitely, when Caitlin and I were talking about trying and trying to have start our, growing our family, that whole like just tough it out just have a job that you don't like and deal with it i realized like how much more of a weight i would feel um if i'm you know i tried that and i was able to do it for a season and then you know two to three years down the road caitlin's like okay i'm ready to like 
because Caitlin, one of her desires is to, you know, continue her career, but another desire is to stop her career and uh, homeschool our children. And just looking down the road of what it might look like being in my mid thirties and Caitlin says, okay, I'm ready to stop my career and mine is miserable. And, oh, and it's hard to make that, that jump. And it's harder to make that jump. Yeah. So I definitely have to chalk it up a lot to the, the life circumstance that we are in. And so the advice would be, I think if I had to succinctly look at the, like to give the advice it would be retrospection or not uh, like introspection, you know, just look at your life. Think about what you want long term and try and discern when the best time to make a move and pursue that is um, and find a way to build margin and flexibility into your life so that you can't do that. Um, I could talk about the book Psychology of Money for a long, long time. That is one of the books I one of the few books I've also read in my adulthood. And one of the chapters is talking about the value of flexibility because in personal finance, you know, everyone's looking about how they can make their dollars grow as, and put it in the market and do as much as possible and take as much risk so it can grow so high. And so he counters that by talking about the value of flexibility and how he keeps more savings than the, uh, the average financial advisor would recommend so that he knows if for whatever reason he no longer enjoys what he's doing, he can stop what he's doing hmm. and take the time to pursue something different. Um. Which, you know, obviously if you do that, if you take that to the extreme, then you're being a bit of a control freak and you're, you're not being gracious, you're not being generous and you're just trying to control your life. But it definitely felt like we were at that perfect sweet spot where we had just gotten, or we had gotten comfortable or and worked hard enough to the point where we actually had enough flexibility that we could live off of Caitlin's salary and some of our savings. And so then it was time for the jump. Cool. Well, <clears throat> I guess we're all excited to see what happens next. I have an interview um, tomorrow. That's big. Yeah, and it's actually the first, I was telling Caitlin, it was the first, like when I read job descriptions, normally I'm just clicking on it because of the title. I gl- My eyes gloss over while I read the bullet points, and I'm like, sure, fine, whatever. Like, it has the job title I want. Like, I'm just trying to get in the industry and figure it out. This is the first job. Where I read a bullet point and was like, yes, I want to do that. And I want to do that. Oh my goodness, yes. Like, this is amazing. Like, this is the first time where I actually lit up. And so, this morning I spent some time preparing for that interview. And I'll be doing it again tomorrow morning. Because I'm, it's just the initial interview. Like, I didn't get screened out by the computer. Now I have to talk to the HR person and not get screened out. So that I can then talk to someone. But it's the first job in this whole process where I'm like, I really want this. Like, I actually really want this so i'm excited for that cool well <laughs> we're gonna have to wrap this up because we gotta go soon i Thank love you all, all the listening. engaging things that you i've will. said in the last like five minutes you've been like okay it doesn't matter <laughs> you're past the clock we're out of time we are out of time because we, we gotta we gotta get the next one done before dinner before dinner all right bye